I was going to the worst place in the world, and I didn't even know it yet. Everybody, welcome to episode 26. I hope you all had a wonderful Valentine's Day. And if you're single, I hope you had a great day anyway. I hope you gave yourself a Valentine. And of course, uh, the Super Bowl was just the other day. You know, I'm in SoCal, uh, but I was not pulling for the Rams because those of you who have listened to this podcast know that I was born and raised in Dayton, Ohio, which is just about 45 minutes north of Cincinnati. So, of course, I was pulling for the Bengals. I was glad it wasn't a blowout. It was a good game. I don't think many people were giving the Bengals a chance, and uh, they kept it close. But the Rams had that final drive. That's all right. So, uh, last episode was Ms. Al Washington and her new short film, The Clown Statue. We did have some technical issues. Uh, There was some kind of a pulsing sound. It wasn't on my end. It was on her end. And it seemed like every time that pulse, every time there was a hit of that pulse, uh, it kind of cut her sound out. So I apologize for that. But most of it's there. We'll uh, we'll work on that when we talk to Al again. Al's just going to keep putting out movie after movie after movie. Man, I love that about that woman. Damn. And, you know, the clown statue was uh, her first time working with actors. I thought she did a a good job. If you listen to the interview, editing kind of kicked her butt a little bit. That's the impression that I got. But, I mean, generally speaking, it was a well-done movie. And the thing about it is she did a movie. She's not sitting on her ass thinking about it, dreaming about it, wondering about it, paying lip service to it. She did it. You know, this podcast always has been about filmmakers who don't have the opportunity to go to film school. And I'm trying to bridge that gap. I'm trying to to let you folks know that it's not brain surgery. You have to have some resources, but you can do it. And it's a learning process. Every film you make will be better than the previous one. That's just the way it goes. So yeah, it was nice catching up with Al and uh, I liked her movie and I look forward to the next one. So, um, you know, I do the work for you guys, so you don't have to waste time doing it yourself. That's my gift to you, by the way. And I was perusing cyberspace, and I found this guy. His name is K.D. Wilson. He looks like a young kid. His website is freshmanscreenplay.com, and uh, he has a page about scene description, and I would just like to share that with you. And uh, Mr. Wilson, uh, you do have some typos on your page here, and you have some spelling errors. So my advice to you, sir, I appreciate your page, but Dude, you've got to go through and clean it up before you put it out for consumption, especially being a writer. You're a screenwriter. Would you submit a script to Warner Brothers or Paramount with typos and spelling errors? Come on now. You're better than that. But anyway, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool website. And Mr. Wilson, I do appreciate you doing it. So let's, uh, 
Let me tell you what he has to say about scene description. And uh, it's pretty much what I told you, but there's a few things that he says a little differently. The scene description is under the scene heading, and the key elements for a scene description is the look, the feel, the action, and the characters. So the look. What are we looking at? Describe what we are looking at. The feel. The feel is the tone of the location. Is it scary? Is it hectic? Is it joyful? Is it a party? So that's the feel, the tone. The action. What's happening? What are we looking at? And what is happening in this scene that we're seeing in in our heads? The movement of the scene. And the characters. If you haven't introduced the characters, the scene description is where you introduce them. And he has a example here for the look. This is the look. And I'm going to read what he has on the page. Interior, Upper West Side School, Classroom, Day. Now this is the look. First paragraph. Loud conversation, laughter, singing, and even dancing. Uh, He's got an and in there. Got to get that and out of there. The teacher is missing in a seventh grade classroom. This rare absence of authority is intensely enjoyed by the crowd. It looks like it's party time for these kids. That's the look. Here's the feel. They talk and laugh, show each other photos on their phones, draw spaceships and monkeys on their notebooks, and fold pieces of paper into airplanes that fly around the room. That's the feel. And once again, get all those ands out of there. And here's the action. In a corner, a group of girls dance to the tune of a song they are listening to on headphones. That's the action. So that was pretty cool. Just keep in mind, that's the opening image. And the reason it's so long is because it's the opening image. If you go back to this scene later on, you don't have to have all that description. But that was a good opening image. So you know where we're at, you know what's going on. That's like page one. The idea is to put a clear image of what's happening in the reader's head, that movie that's going on inside their head as they read. You write scene descriptions in a script by explaining the location, action of the character, and the characteristics of the people of that scene in the most visual way possible. And he gives an example. Interior, dorm room, night. John sits sharply on his candy wrapper-filled desk, typing away at his computer. His eyes beam with focus. He glances at the computer clock. His phone vibrates. He jumps up and hustles a pile of clothes off the bed. He finds his cracked screen iPhone. Now he says, I just made this up, but in this example, you can visually see the look of the location. I totally agree. We're in a dorm room. It's messy. Messy shows character. He's a messy college kid. What's the action? He's typing. Um, he goes on to say sound effects are in, are in caps. I explained that to you in a previous episode. You always capitalize your sound effects. The doorbell rings. R-I-N-G-S, capitalized. Stay away from adjectives. This wouldn't be a thing if we were writing a novel, but this is a script. Adjectives are extra words or just fluff that can make a short sentence longer than it needs to be. The only reason to use adjectives is if the noun you're describing is critical to the story. So if the book must be the color red, because in the future the color is the reason the character knows John was at his house, then yes, use it. 
So only use an adjective if it's going to be a critical part of the screenplay, if it's going to come into play later on. Always be precise when you describe things. Don't write an old man. Write a man in his 70s. So that's precise. An old man is very general. A man in his 70s. That's precise. Stay away from adverbs. Adverbs also slow down the pace of the screenplay. You have to get to the point when writing. If they read your script at all, most producers have very little time. Adverbs also slow down the pace of the screenplay. You have to get to the point when writing. Get there. Make your point. Uh, He has an example here. Stay away from this. Don't type this. He gently lays her down. Write, he lays her down. You don't need gently in there. Uh, Don't use camera direction. We all know that. Uh, The example he wrote was, do not write this. Close up of a man dying. We see in his hand a gun. Write, a dying man in his last moments shelters a gun. And write action, not static images. So write movement. Action images refer to things in motion. Static images are things not moving. A screenplay is a written movie, not a written painting. I thought that was pretty sweet. And one way to do this is by using active verbs, not passive ones. You and I, we discussed that earlier. Don't write, John stands in the room, shocked. Write, John shakes with fear. See how much sweeter that is? John stands in the room, shocked. Boring. John shakes with fear. Nice. No generic sentences. Generic is a term thrown around a lot in screenwriting and is a mark of an amateur. Above all else, you are a writer, not just a screenwriter. Your writing needs to stand out. What is generic writing? Writing that doesn't pop with an image to the reader. Example. Don't write. He sits. Period. He stands. Period. Write, he slumps down, period. He rises to attention, period. And write less, one to three sentences. We went over this. Compacting your description is a mark of a good screenwriter. If you can say anything in three sentences, great. If you can say it in one, that's fantastic. Remember, not every micro action matters to a story. All we need is to understand the gist of what you're trying to say. Stay away from this example. John throws his computer up against the wall. He punches a hole through his mirror. He starts to cry. That's three sentences, and it's long. Instead, write this. John, in a ball of rage, a single tear falls. And if you need more than three sentences, it's essential that you break it into two paragraphs instead of having just one big chunk. For most major scene descriptions, we need to answer six questions in the least number of words as possible. Is this inside or outside? What is this place? Is it day or night? What are we looking at? Now, what are we looking at? Who are we looking at doing what? Here's an example. Interior, John's bedroom, day. John's room is messy. We see John on his bed. He's reading a comic, eating food. Now let's make it better by adding more action and visually represent how John feels through the sentence. Here's the right way. Interior, John's room, day. John flips through his new comics while stuffing Cheetos in his mouth without a care in the world. 
Now, you don't have to worry about these great ideas that Mr. Wilson is giving us on his webpage. You don't have to worry about these on your first draft. I mean, you know, you have enough on your plate to keep your story going. But when you start to rewrite, that's when you can go into your scene descriptions and reshape them. And you can use some of this stuff that I have given you. And that is also on this website that I'm reading to you. Different types of scene description and screenplays. The opening scene. We talked about the opening scene just a few minutes ago. During your opening scene, we need to be immersed in the story depending upon where it is. If it's a place we've never seen before, it will take more than just a few lines, like, say, Avatar, the movie Avatar. But if we start in a convenience store, three lines will most likely do, which is so true. Everyone knows what a convenience store looks like, right? But who knows what Avatar looks like? So if you're going to write a fantasy, sci-fi, even if you're going to write a screenplay based in reality, but it's a place that we've never been to, then use more description to set the scene, to set that image in your reader's head. But if it's a simple, you know, in a bank, a convenience store, some place that every single person on this planet has been to, you don't have to get into a bunch of detail about it, right? That's just common sense. But just choose the words that you use. Choose them carefully. Because when you set the scene in a script, you get one shot to do that. And like I said previously, you know, when you come back to this scene, you don't have to put all these descriptive words in this in the scene description that you use the very first time that we see it. Because we're familiar with it. We know where you're taking us. The very first scene description, lots of descriptive words. Set the place. Set the location. Tell us what it looks like, what it smells like, what it feels like. And then the next time we go there, we don't have to have all that. Unless, of course, something changes. You know, if the location of your scene goes through changes, what if there's a fire? What if a natural disaster happens? What if a tree falls on the building? If something happens to the location, then describe that if we go there again, but it has changed. Absolutely put that in there. But if nothing changes, you don't have to go into all that descriptive detail. And in closing, this is what I really love. The number one problem people have with scene descriptions is what you're describing isn't visually appealing. Writing with action verbs is the easiest way to fix that. That's awesome. All right, folks. Scene description is, uh, you know, uh, it might be more important than dialogue. Think of when movies were created. For many, many, many years, they were silent. There wasn't dialogue. And, you know, if you want to paint that image in your reader's head, you know, your reader has that beautiful cineplex in his head. And he's got that one big screen. And he's got that really comfortable chair that kind of leans back. And he's got some hot, hot, beautiful waitress bringing him popcorn and Diet Coke. Or if you're a female, you have this studly, good-looking dude coming over and keeping your Diet Coke and popcorn filled. <laughs> but you know, that, that screen, when that reader starts to turn the pages in your script and that movie begins, you don't want to do anything to slow it down or stop it. You want it to just flow. And scene description, great scene description, will just keep that movie rolling in your reader's head. 
And keep in mind, you know, the first draft, don't worry about it. Put all the scene description in there you want. Use ands and use all the adverbs and use whatever you want. Then when you go in for the rewrite, that's when you can start to slim it down, cut it, make it pop, make it pop off the page. But don't slow the muse down. Don't don't slow down when you're plowing through that first draft just because you think your scene description isn't perfect. Just throw it in there and move on. Keep moving forward. And then rewriting will take care of that. And I think we're going to be done with writing the first draft. I don't think there's anything else I can tell you. So maybe next episode, we will talk about rewriting because there's some specific things that you need to know that'll make rewriting much easier and a much more pleasant experience because it could turn into a nightmare. Believe me. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Hope you all have a great week. President's Day weekend, so some of you have a three-day weekend. Enjoy it. Be safe. Peace and love to you all. Be a lion, not a sheep. (laughs) We're out of here.